morning, everybody. Really nice to be together. And as I often remind all of us, myself included, is just to take a few moments and we use our imagination. We can look at the live chat and look at the numbers of people who are here this morning. But it's important, you know, we bring different things to mind. So why not bring to mind the community that's practicing together now? And you might find that it's helpful to know just in this simple way that we're not alone. And we're not trying to concoct some story about the community or anything like that, but just realizing we're, we're actually challenging these habits in our heart, some of us maybe more than others, but we're challenging this habit of being alone and being apart, which is a very, can be at least a very pervasive habit. It's almost like we're using thoughts about being alienated, being alone, being apart to scare ourselves. And then we feel in a, you know, little or big way traumatized. And then we do it again. And then we do it again. But we can be cultivating a different kind of story, like the story that we're here together. And there's some real truth to that. We are here together. We have all chosen to connect in this strange way online around these teachings from the Buddha because somehow they speak to us. They support this deep spiritual inclination to connect in this real way with our life and to uncover a sense of belonging, this raw and immediate sense that we belong here in the moment. Doesn't mean we understand it, it doesn't mean we know how it's all gonna play out, but somehow when we actually check, like hopefully we're all doing now, here we are sitting, probably looking at a phone or a computer screen, maybe hearing my voice, hopefully, and feeling this embodied sense of this life, this sensitive heart, this sensitive body, this active mind, thinking mind. And then we're coming into the middle of it. And the question is, whether it's, it's not so much whether this experience right now that each of us are having is planet, pleasant or unpleasant, but when we relate to the reality of the present moment, this embodied, heartfelt, heart-filled reality is the flavor that we belong here, that it's right to be open and to be connected. Today I want to, after the meditation, I want to talk about this maybe paradoxical experience that we can have when we contemplate impermanence, the unreliable, undependable nature of things, when we contemplate the death of the body as a more concrete example of that impermanence. What is the actual pragmatic effect on the heart when we train ourselves to keep perceiving the changing nature, the unreliable, ungovernable, and permanent nature of our experience. So it's not about me concocting an idea that things change, but I'm just choosing to notice 
whatever phenomena is being noticed in the moment, that it's in the process of change. It's a flow, it's a movement, nothing lasts very long. What is the actual pragmatic effect on my heart when I keep impermanence in mind? So with that in mind, I thought today on page 29, for those who want to chant along, we'll do the traditional Buddhist reflection on impermanence, often used, for example, at funerals for people who um, identify with the Buddhist tradition, you might hear this chant. And so it's on page 29, and I put in, at the very beginning of the live chat, I put a different, slightly different translation that we'll read together after we chant the Pali, for those who are brave, three times together, that's the traditional way. You don't have to play with the Pali, but you're certainly welcome to. If uh, you don't know where the chant book is, there should be a link right underneath your YouTube screen um, where the comments usually are. There should be <clears throat> a link to the Common Ground chant book. And then if you turn to page 29, you will see this at the bottom of the page. It's called Reflection on Impermanence in the chant book. So let's do the Pali three times. You can just listen to me or do your best to chant along with me. And then we'll just read the English translation that's at the top of our live chat here. Anicca vata sankara Upadava yadamino Upajituva nirushanti Te sang upasamo suko Anicca vata sankara Upadava yadamino Upajituva nirushanti Te sang upasamo suko Anicca vata sankara Upadava yadamino Upajituva niruchanti Te sang upasamo suko And now the translation at the top of the live chat. All conditioned things arise and pass away. Understanding this deeply leads to the greatest happiness, which is peace. And just settle in for the meditation time for the next 30 minutes or so, if you could. Whatever works best for your body. And what really helps us create a sense of safety as we begin our meditation time is not so much that we have the perfect location to practice or the perfect teachings, but that our mind, our heart has learned how to take refuge in allowing the conditions of our life to be the way they are. 
So instead of being dependent on the pleasantness of our particular circumstance right now, let's sense as best we can this equanimity, this willingness to let the moment be the way that it is and to appreciate not being dependent on how the body feels, not dependent on the particular mood or quality of our heart and mind right now. Let's let that be our refuge as we settle, the refuge of non-attachment, you could say, or the refuge of really a willingness to let life and nature and the conditions be the way they are right now. Choosing not to be, for this moment, choosing not to be at war with the particular conditions of the body, the mind, the world. Doesn't mean things are perfect. It just means in this moment, we're taking refuge and allowing everything to be the way that it is. And using the experience of the body sitting, just the physical sensations of the sitting body as a kind of anchor for our present moment awareness, opening to the totality of the sensitive body, the sensations coming and going. And for some time, really emphasize this willingness to include, not to exclude. But we're in a curious way exploring the possibility that all these different sensations belong here. There's a kind of peace and ease that arises when we understand that the conditions of this body and the conditions of my sensitive heart and my thinking mind, like it or not, that everything belongs. And so let's practice living in alignment with that understanding that everything belongs right now. We belong to each other. We belong to this moment. Any old habits of separating ourselves out or feeling apart, we're just not going to take the bait, not going to believe, get identified with that kind of thinking right now. Breathing in, we practice saying yes to the totality of what we're feeling, what we're sensing, what we're experiencing right now. So in that way, the natural and easy in-breath just a big and beautiful yes to 
to our life as it actually is right now, not the idea of our life, but the actual experience of our life physically, emotionally, sensing the internal and the external. Nothing is left out. We breathe it in with a big compassionate yes. It's like this. Feels like this. And with an exhalation, we practice letting go. Practice relinquishing the world because it can't be personally grasped, personally owned by me, controlled by me. So we're not letting go of the world in the sense of denying things. We're letting go of any unwise sense that I need to govern things or control or be master of the universe, master of, of my emotions, master of this body. So each time we breathe in with a beautiful, compassionate yes, it's like this. Each time we exhale, it's a little death a death of any idea of being in control, of governing, getting somewhere that will deliver me to some kind of permanent safety. We allow our childlike conceptions of things just to die and to be in the openness of the moment without being dependent on any fixed idea of what it means, where we're going, who I am. And then with the next in-breath, we say yes to the changing, beautiful, unpleasant at times conditions, exhaling, letting go, letting things be, dropping any attachments, any grasping whatsoever. So let's, that, let's let that be an instruction for our next 25 minutes or so. Breathing in, just experiment with a beautiful yes, with each ordinary out-breath, allowing it to somehow be a little death, a relinquishing of all attachment, all sense of control, and just entering the openness, the wildness of the present moment. So let's continue now in silence.
So again, we're just contemplating birth and death, and we're using the ordinary rhythm of breathing in and out to support how moments are born. We feel the aliveness of the body, the breathing in, and then necessarily everything passes away, it changes, it comes and goes. So we're learning that we need to say yes and we need to be able to let go, to let be.
See if you can be particularly interested in that little space or gap at the end of the out-breath. Remember, it's just a natural exhalation, natural inhalation. It's just very interesting to feel into that open moment after the breath has finished going out, but before the beginning of the in-breath. And just relax in that momentary sense of an ending. some peacefulness, having let go of everything, and really ready then when the in-breath begins, the heart may be quite fresh and willing to say yes, now this is happening, this is arising.
So for the last couple minutes, remember we want to develop our skill both in the letting go and the dying at the using the exhalation, but also in terms of saying yes, being reborn with each in-breath. You might find that one half is easier for you than the other. So then get really curious about the one that appears more challenging. Putting everything down, letting go, letting things cease. Or that positive saying yes, willing to feel, willing to see and experience. Willing to let life move through us. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.